What up, everybody? Welcome to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. I have Jado in the house. True. Who is a rapper, producer, and writer? Oh damn! He, I know. You look at you. You're like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Like mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah, that's you. You know. True. You know. You forgot about the little intro I had for you. You no, don't even know what I'm about to say. I, I mean, you probably but know. I'm, but I'm prepared. For yeah. Whatever. You know. I mean, uh-huh. it's not. I'm not gonna mention the stuff that you haven't done. You know. I'm like, he yeah. built a house in yeah, in Haiti and not that, and not fed that. 300 yet. people. Not yet. On the way. Yeah, you're on the way. You're mm-hmm. gonna do that at some point. You know. But, you know, you are Grammy-nominated for your uh, writing on Tyrese's Open Invitation album, which was nominated for Best R&B Album of the Year. Come on, somebody. All right, preach. Are we in uh, church? Uh, oh, speak, wait a minute. Anytime you speak the truth, there's an amen involved. I feel you on that one. And you have also, uh, you're working towards the Grammy. We put it out there. We're going to claim that. Because you're nominated. Right why on. can't you get that shit? Why not? You're going to get it, right? I feel like there it grows when you say, hey, man, why not me? Why not you? Exactly. So we claiming that. So next couple years years maybe fuck maybe next time maybe around next yeah maybe next Never year know. so y'all need to watch the grammys come on and see this shit go down watch because it it's gonna happen watch it happen now watch it happen <laughs> claiming it claiming it hilarious <laughs> he's also wrote songs for kelly Rowland, chris brown come on. jennifer lopez usher j-lo yeah ariana grande <laughs> amarion why not Genuine. Come on. The list could go on, but you know, if I kept going, it we would be the whole no podcast. Yeah, the Man. podcast would be done. Hey. The, and I'd be like, all right, oh. that's it, guys. Oh, they be like, time. yeah. Hey. Killing it. Can't stop. So, can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh. I love it. I love it. So, you know, we started, like I said, it's water and wine. So, you got wine today. I, just, I mean, man, water. I'm about to say, hold on. I don't need Jesus because I ain't going to turn this water into wine. I'm like, this hey, if you, if you do it, I need to get this shit. I, know I need to videotape that. I'm like, nah. wait a minute. So, he about to do some miracles Mm-mm. up in here. Get my no, phone ready. I got water. Water. Come on. Yeah. But what's your turn up drink? Do you have a turn up drink? I don't turn up. You don't turn up? Mm-mm. You are your turn up. I'm always turned up, so I don't need a drink. I know that's right. I don't drink. Okay. How long? Or just never. But never. I've never started drinking. Never. Mm-hmm. Not even your twenty first birthday. Nope. Didn't have no drink. Really? Ever in life? Not never. Rare Shit. facts right there. Look what? at you getting rare facts out here. Did I never knew that? Mm-hmm. Like just because? Just never fucked with it. I always just well, I come from. Uh, idea that I just kind of uh, I would prefer to be alert and able to move when I need to if things get different. So wow, I just kind of parlayed that into just never being uh, unsober. <laughs> it's funny because my dad told me because um, I don't know if my weddings would be a dry wedding. It mm. actually it's not. It's so, definitely not. That's for sure. And I was asking my dad, I was like, "Do you think you'd have a glass of wine? You know, or?" A drink like I'm not even gonna say liquor because mm-hmm. I know he's not gonna have liquor. But I was like, "Would you drink?" He's like, "No, nah. I'm going to be very sober." Very. I'm and gonna I remember like, oh. all of it. Yeah, I was like, oh. "Absolutely." But he said it like I don't like. He thought someone's gonna go down like, like just very in case sober. Anybody in there act like they don't know what's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm here and I'm focused and I ain't nothing gonna get past me. And I was like, okay, all right, I like should. got to do it. And yeah. I'm not mad at him because that's my dad. You know, I, I wouldn't expect him to to yeah. turn up. Right now. There is no time. Yeah, like my dad. I'm gonna be turned though. I'm yeah. I'm turned always. I just I don't need a drink for it. Not on the liquor turn. Not you just that. got your own energy to be. Come on, son. Turned I don't, up. I don't uh, do anything that's altering though. I don't do liquor. I don't do weed. I don't do coffee. I don't do nothing that's gonna change my natural vibe. So no caffeine. No nothing. If I'm sleepy, I'm gonna go take a nap right now. 
It's and fun. it's funny because I thought about that because I, I stayed up last night yep. and then I got up kind of early Ooh. and I was like, dang, I'm tired. But mm. I was like, I have some stuff I have to do. I can't do an interview and uh, yeah. like take a nap. Yeah, there's no time. Because I can't just like, here, read these questions <laughs> and I'm a, you know, nope. so I had to have tea. As you should. Yeah. I, no, but normally see, I do what you said. Yeah, it's natural. Black yeah. tea. Yeah, see, just I just don't do the, the things that can become uh, addictive, like... Like uh, Rockstar and fucking Red Bull and shit like that. I I know people that are hardcore addicted to my energy drinks. Like, literally. Can't stop it. That's just, they drink it like water. Can't fuck with it. And that's another thing. For me, I just drink the black tea. It's straight. I don't put sugar. I don't put anything in it. With it. None of that. And I don't drink it all the time. Like, I literally, like you said, I take a nap. Yeah. If I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, I literally would just go take a nap. Yep. You know, I'm like, well, if I have the time. Nah. Go to sleep. <laughs> okay, okay, I feel it. I feel it. Love how my dog's trying to get involved. Oh, it's fine. Come on. Yeah, he's like, all right, so he could just sit here, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully and just feel free. Hop in. Yeah, there you go. Just take a chill pill, Caesar. But when did you first get into the business? Get into the business. That's yeah, a good question. we're gonna go back to the well, beginning. See, here's the thing. It wasn't that much that far. Maybe seven, eight years ago, because I started doing music about maybe 15 or 16 years ago, but I wouldn't consider it getting into the business. I wouldn't say that people should be a lot slower to adapt the name, oh, I'm a songwriter or artist or whatever, until that profession could actually support your lifestyle. So until you can do that and that's it, or that to provide your life, then you are whatever else you are, a student trying to be a songwriter or Mm -hmm. whatever else. Because... Yeah, I wasn't in the business until I made some money. <laughs> so yeah. that was about 2008, nine. Okay, so then what were you doing before then? What was your job? I, I, shit, I had a job everywhere. My last job I had was Mercury Media. Some random-ass media company in Santa Monica. Like, mm. But it was a great job. It was actually too good of a job for me. I shouldn't have been taking that job from somebody out there who needed it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, somebody need that job. Yo, that job was on point. I was like, man, this job is some Somebody deserved this, and it definitely ain't for me. Because this is great. Like, they, I didn't have no manager. I didn't have nobody checking up. I was just in there. Yeah, so anyway, Mercury Media was my last job. That was 2008. And so after that, I started making money from songwriting. I never worked again. Dang. So wait, when you were in that job, were you actually like still doing music since yeah. no one was checking up I was on doing, you? Well, yeah, that was the thing. I would do... So this is how I would work my situation at Mercury Media. My manager at that job, she worked from 4 to 1. Mm-hmm. 4 in the morning to 1. I got there at 8 in the morning to uh six or whatever right so what i would do is i would clock out for lunch while i was sitting at my desk from 11 to 12 so i can make it a perfect hour Mm -hmm. and then when my manager was leaving for the day i would leave and go to lunch as if i was clocking out then you understand Mm. but then i'd stay on lunch for like two and a half hours because ain't nobody there in my bed ain't nobody checking for you and i already clocked out so on the books it looked good you did. So Dang. I come back. I just was masterminding that whole thing, and I hey, that was a, that was a uh, experience. That was cool. But see, yeah, I had I had a bunch of jobs. I had before that I worked at Sprint, and before that I worked at 
Jeez, the good guys and Jamba Juice and I worked everywhere. Yeah. I, I have worked everywhere before. I am mad at Jamba Juice though. Yeah, I'm mad. That was my worst job. I hated that. I worked at a doctor's office. I worked at everywhere. Yeah. But actually, you know, I am kind of mad at Jamba Juice because they add a lot of sugar. Yeah, everything. When I realized that, I was like, "Dang!" But I love it so much. But I think it's because it has so much sugar. Yeah. So I had to fall sugar. back, and I was like, "You know what? If I'm trying to go healthy." <laughs> yeah. Jamba juice Jamba is not juice the direction the where I want to go. Jamba juice is not the way. Yeah, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Jamba juice because then I would get mad and actually try to go there. So we're not doing that. Hilarious. But where did you get your motivation? Like to just to do artists? Yeah, to do to write to produce to do the shit that you're doing. Man, I started like super young, make playing drums in church, and then uh, I think the motivation to continue was the uh probably just like you know the the like you know you just really want to see it succeed and do what you want to do mm-hmm. so and i was just better at this than anything else i'll do mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, it really was something that i just kept doing since very young and it just turned to profit eventually so mm-hmm. the motivation is to stay turning to profit <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, let me get that money and Come continue on. to make the money. Exactly. And then let's, after that, what's the next out. check? Right. Yeah, <laughs> we need to keep this cycle don't going. Fall yeah, exactly. So, when did you decide to, I guess, almost go from producing and writing to doing rapping, or was it? It was reverse. All, was, all the way to say the other way around. Yeah, I was an artist first. I was a producer first. Let me take that mm-hmm. back. I was producer first, and then I kind of parlayed that into. Um, uh, artistry, mm-hmm. but songwriting just paid first. So I started doing a lot more songwriting, and just part, you know, working that until something in the producer world or the artist world took off. And then once that all met, they just kind of all meshed together. Mm-hmm. But it took like like two two years or three years after I had already been songwriting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's or that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you go with a check too. You're like, oh, oh, I get the check from this. Yes. Okay, so we gonna we gonna do some yeah, more of this. Let's go to where because this is paying let's right now. Let's go to where it's lucrative. Yeah, and you're like, okay, if I keep doing this, it's gonna cut these more checks. Right. Going back to what I said earlier. Okay, next one, next check. Right. So I mentioned some of the people that you work with and you've done written songs for them. Who are some of the people that you want to collaborate with in the future? Let's see, John Legend. Oh yeah. Uh, Coldplay. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, Casey Musgraves. Okay. Mm-hmm, look it up. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I was like, I feel like I heard a name, maybe. Country. Country singer. She's dope, though. Um, what's this? All right, this girl that I'm really, I like right now is, uh, dang. Oh, Janelle Monet. Okay. That would be dope. And uh, I can't remember the name of the girl I like right now, but it'll come to me later, and I'll just throw that name out because I'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah," randomly, <laughs> like in the middle of some other, like this chick, and right. they're like, "Oh okay, right. okay, okay." Oh yeah, her yeah. too, her too. Be beware. Soon yeah. come, soon okay. come, should be okay. FYI, if you ever get in contact with John Legend, I am want him to sing at my wedding. Oh yeah, so uh, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I remember to let him know that right after. Never worry. <laughs> Damn, for real? Uh, girl, I mean, you, you know, just saying so, out there. No, you know it's so funny because I, I always say that because. 
people uh, tend to be like, yeah, when you see, uh, what's his name, just tell him I said what up. And I'll be like, let me just be clear that I'm not <laughs> yeah, going to do that because I'm not, not going to even allow you to kind of think that maybe I was thinking about no. saying that. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's so many things I need to talk about other than this right now. Yeah, you're like, uh, so I need to come, I got a job. We're so gonna also, work. nice to meet you. Let's work on your album. But also, one of my friends, that's like a friend of mine. I'm like, well, I'm yeah. got a wedding coming up. And she would think, man. <laughs> He'd be like, that's cool. He'd be like, yeah, let's get to the so work. listen, uh, let's talk about that later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no time. You know, so I mean, if he listens to this, I'm telling him now. Tune myself, in, John. Tune in. Tune in. You that's know, if you just want to, like, stop by and Swing just sing by, a song. Sing a few keys. Sing I'm a few notes. I'm not going to be mad at him Ain't if he does nobody going to stop you from touching that piano. No, I'm not going to. I might help y'all pull the chair out. Get Come you situated. On, get you situated. You know, so who's mad about that? That you is know. funny. But oh, also, oh, when girl. you're doing, uh, are you looking up the song? Or I'm looking up her name. I was like, why am I opening my phone? Oh, oh okay. I remember now. You're like, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So my dog's trying to help you out. Oh, that's fine. She's like, Check it yeah. out. Check She's it like, out. how do you do this? Now, when you write songs, mm-hmm. when you're writing, do you have an artist in mind? Or do you always... I used to, but not no more. Okay. Because that's just, that's limiting. Mm-hmm. So if I write a song, well, there's two things. And I'm going to give some songwriters a, a little play. First off, there's no reason for me to write a song that sounds like mm, Trey Songs. Trey Songs mm-hmm. knows how to sound like Trey Songs. What he's trying to do is, or I, I shouldn't say what he's trying to do, but what typically what artists are doing are uh, finding something that they that could work for them, but doesn't necessarily just sound like him. Mm-hmm. He already know how to do him, you know what I mean? So he don't. I don't need to go write a song for Trey that sounds like Trey. I just need to write a song that I think is dope that uh, you know people can connect with and the right person will find it. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. So. No, I don't write for nobody in particular anymore. I used to, though, in the beginning. And those songs just sit around forever. Because when the next artist hears it, they're like, oh, this is dope, but it reminds me of Trey. Mm. And you'll be like, yeah, I wrote it for Trey. But... And then you close that door. And now you ain't, that song can't go nowhere else. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no time. Have you ever written a song and you've envisioned what you want it to sound like? Uh-huh. And then an artist has a song. And then they... Like... Do it, and you're like, that's not what I intended. Oh, no, I don't care. Sure, listen, if they pray for it, you can make it sound like whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, I, like, I got that check, though. Man, please, listen, it don't matter what it sound like. If we are talking about you made the payment, this mm-hmm. is your song. You can make it sound like the worst thing of all time. It's not my concern. <laughs> like, but I got that I did my part. Yeah. I did my part. Hmm. That's what's important. Yeah. Because I think about it like almost from a script point of view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When a writer and you spend so much time writing it, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, hey, you know, but that's not, that's not, not the, the void. That's not my vision. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not what I thought when I had that character to, you know, to do this. Mm-mm. But you're like, no. Yeah, here's the thing. Close mm-hmm. your eyes. Let me just figure it out from yeah. here because I ain't worried about your vision. Yeah, you like cool. I yeah. got that check. Got it. I'm good. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's funny. What about some top people that you have, or not even top, but just the people that you work with that was the most enjoyable? And what was that oh, experience? Jamie Fox. Fox is the you know funnest. Well, in um, in the right situation, because mm-hmm. I also wrote a song for Fox on his last album that literally took. Five or six months of to us write that one song, writing the same song, because mm. he had his vision was so strong 
on this particular record and we wrote it and wrote it over and wrote it over and wrote it over and he sang it and sang it over and sang like after we wrote it he just kept it was it was a ridiculous long process but yeah but for the most part fox will be the funnest tank is really fun um i think those would be the only two that are considered fun mm-hmm. the rest of them are like you know we we find a way to have a, a good time in the session but it's more so just we are working mm-hmm. you know do you think it paid off or that particular that song particular did it song? did you think you were able to get what you were or what mm-hmm. both of you were trying to accomplish i mean it paid off because it made the album it came out it was a single <laughs> so true. but like was it one of the most lucrative songs i've ever written probably not but it was it worked it came out so yeah we, you know just it, it, I, I did it and that was what it was about it made it so that was all that mattered but the good thing is, you still said like he was a good person. You enjoy working no, with yeah, him. Fox is the best. Yeah. He's fun. He's a really good person to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, where do you think the direction of music is going now? Because it's it's always mm, evolving and changing. It's going towards hip hop and EDM becoming one thing. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? Uh, so Skrillex and Rick Ross just dropped a record together. Have you heard it? I haven't. Mm. In my notes, okay. Check. Check. Mm. When you hear that, you understand like how the hip hop and the EDM is clashing slowly but surely, and then before you know it, it's going to be more songs with less words, more beat, and just like a pretty much just a hook or a couple words in there, mm. and then a beat is just going to go crazy. That's pretty much it. How do you like feel about that? What's your thoughts? Awesome. Less work for the artists. So you're like, I, can, I can literally just write four hey, words. Let me write my four words down right quick and say this part and then just let the beat do the rest and everybody going to love it. All good with me. And it's still like the same check, I guess, from a writing point Even of better. view. Even better. It's, it's broader because it's, it's a better check because there's more of a broad audience. Like there's more people that are into this EDM festival culture right now than there are into just strictly hip hop, you know? Mm. So. Yeah, it's good. So you ain't mad. I ain't mad at nothing. <laughs> like, I ain't mad. There ain't nothing to be mad at. Like, do you find it challenging or even, I guess, crossing over doing the different types of music? Or no, like... I don't find it challenging. And it just so happens that God set it up to be that way. Because I don't know why I don't find it challenging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people do. I don't know. I, I think I was kind of grooming myself without knowing it. Because I listened to like so many different things then and now. Like coming up and continuously now, but uh, you know, so it doesn't. It's not challenging for me, but I I do know a lot of people that just can't cross genres like that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. More business for me. You like okay, mm-hmm. cool. You fall back, and I'm a step forward since mm-hmm. you can't step up to the plate. Thank you. Good I got it. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't worry, worry. don't worry. It. If oh. you ain't got it, I have it. And even if you did have it, I still got it. <laughs> exactly. No, I I know you recently been signed. Well. Within like, well, I've been signed for like for a, a couple year. Year, mm-hmm. a year or so. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like it's challenging, you know, creatively? Do you feel like you have the same amount of freedom to no. do the things you want to do? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely. And then what is the difference? And how do you feel like you're able to adapt with well, that? Well, a major label you got to deal with, uh, there's about mm, at least five yeses you got to get before you can release a song. Mm-hmm. For five people to get on the same page is just like when you're traveling with five people mm-hmm. and you guys all want to go to four or five different restaurants or maybe three different restaurants. Two want to go here, two want to go there, mm-hmm. one want to go there. The one that's driving wants to go here. 
And that's just the same way. Like, we five trying to find one song that five people agree on and get the right way to market it that all of them agree on. It's just, it's just, only thing I will say about major labels is it takes way longer. Mm. Way longer. Everything mm. takes forever. Mm-mm. It's a patience and a waiting game. That's all. But I, you know, I can't complain. It's all great. Yeah, it's like, it's that's awful. just the game yeah. that you gotta play. That's the game you gotta play. So, so you gotta just step up and just do figure it. Figure out another way to be active until your record come out. Yeah, so, true. There you go. Now, going back to the Grammy nomination, mm-hmm. how did you feel when you first found out that you were nominated? Um, <clears throat> I clapped for at least 42 seconds, and then I got back to work. Listen, that's all good, and I would appreciate it, but I'm not concerned. It wouldn't make my tomorrow better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I just was like, cool, that's cool. And I clapped, and it was cool, but I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, you're like, okay, now back to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then that kind of goes into this next question then, too. What do you feel is complete success for you? Because I, I, I don't know if it is oh. the Grammy or and when do you think you've achieved it? And after that, what's... Mm, complete success. I think, well, the first thing is there's a mind state and adjustment that's uh, needed for that. If there is a space that is considered a complete success, then you're setting yourself to reach a uh, ceiling, so to speak, like a glass ceiling. And you're going to, I feel like it's just all in a journey. So as part of my journey is to reach different levels of success in different valleys and peaks and valleys. And I'm welcome all of it. I, there is no complete success. Like happiness is complete success. And mm-hmm. if you figure out how to do that without any of it or with all of it, you going that you're already successful. So I'm already completely successful. And uh I'm gonna continue to have more um transparent success in relation to artistry and musical shit but uh like none of that necessarily uh offers me a completely happy life in general anyway mm-hmm. so complete success is just being happy come on somebody All right. preach nigga preach preach, <laughs> preach nigga <laughs> ow dropping jewels yes. on these hoes and you said dropping jewels for these hoes they need it and I love that question because it always has a different answer for mm-hmm. everybody yeah you know and I kind of think of it as like a trick question it is because a lot of people will be like well after my second million yeah. I'm going to buy three cars, get me a new boo and a new dog. And a, <laughs> a new on. boo and a new dog, and I'm good. That's what happens. You can't keep the same boo after you make yeah. your first million. <laughs> you said you can't keep it. <laughs> Look, Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't. Look at all of our, our examples. Swiss Beats, married, and then uh-huh. he made his bread, and then he got a new marriage. Oh, shit. Kevin Hart, married, then he got his bread and got a new marriage. Mike Epps, married. Got his bread, new marriage. Damn. It, you listen. Some of these women are just and men because there are women out here that did the same. Monique, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of different options. But some people just aren't meant for the other side of it. Once mm-hmm. you make it, you realize, oh shit, this bitch wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> she didn't jump over with me. She can't she go. Stayed but over then there. we do have some examples of people that stayed, like Snoop, stayed with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Ice Cube, mm -hmm. stay with his wife. Mm -hmm. uh, shit, that might be all we got, but... Damn! <laughs> Damn! So you just shitted on it, like, well, it's I mean, too... It's, we got, everyone... it's a lot of switchovers, and there's a couple of... Uh, uh, damn. Yeah, there's only a couple of people that stayed all the way through. Now, mm. you're talking to, like, in the music industry? Or you talking business in general. Just entertainment business. Oh, shit, it's else? more than two. Yeah, who else? Two and thousand. Stayed with their wife or husband after they made it, and then was already made, already married before they made it. Didn't Denzel? He's been married Denzel, to her for like. Denzel was another good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. But then, but then we can. I can always counter with another person that switched. See now, now <laughs> after afterwards, like I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. And I'll send you a Denzel, list. I'm trying to tell you, there's a, the switch up is is needed. Often, sometimes, most Shit, of the time. You said it is needed often. Often, because or you, know you get what? there and you just realize, oh, it, this bitch, she wasn't supposed to leave off of Broadway where I met her. We were supposed to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I've moved to uh, Rodale, she can't come there. Damn. But, okay, so Will and Jay, no, let's say, mm -hmm. or you could do something. I don't Will know. Will was married before that. No, but I'm saying, um,. The with their up. relationship, because mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on, like what behind people's house. Mm -hmm. So you know, rumors had it that they had an open relationship. As they should. So as they should. Mm -hmm. So why don't they just do that? If that's whatever your cup of tea because is. Because a lot of people cannot handle. A lot of people will desire complete uh, transparency and honesty, but can't handle that. Mm -hmm. So you give them that type of honesty is going to be more dramatic than just saying here's the new honesty i don't fuck with you no more like that yeah <laughs> so which, which one of these is gonna work out better and yeah a lot of people can't handle that kind of honesty even especially men actually i think i would be i would be inclined to think that more women could handle that than men could a woman can handle a man no more women could handle being in an open relationship than a man could oh handle. really absolutely because men are so possessive Men are like, yeah, nah, but that's my car, so can't nobody drive. Ugh. But he could say, no, let, I could well, do my shit. Thing now. Let me borrow your car. Let me get your car, and but, I'm going to get another car. But you can't have no other cars. You drive my car, though. Leave that shit in the parking lot. I know I got 2,036 miles on it. If I come back. <laughs> and, and I see point five of a mile. Oh, I knew, uh -uh. I knew some over. shit went I down. I knew your ass was out here trying to get function. Mm -mm. Where you Damn. Mm. It's some out there. Mm, there's some out well, there. Well, I'm, I'm going to do there's my research. There's always some that can make it happen, but there's yeah. more women than men can handle it, I think. Now, I'm trying, I'm, oh, I mean, like, the relationship once they go over, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's some. There's yeah. some out there, but there's just few. There's <laughs> few. Just there's few. seldom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> switch over after. Hey, man. That's what happens. Get rich or switch. Get rich or switch. Get rich and switch. Oh, get rich and switch. There you go. Shit. Go for it. It's dangerous to meet a nigga at the beginning and like I rode. Man, I've been down with him. I rode with him from the beginning. Yeah, bitch. But here's the thing. It was like you are, <laughs> you are one of uh, a million. No, no. One did, of that was cool. That position to ride with me from the beginning. You remember listen, nobody cares about this, but do you remember Kanye's first or second album? And he was like she been with me way before the dynasty sign. Oh, oh, and then he yeah. had another one on there, and he said, spoke to her father, and he was like, "I promise, I'm gonna make her have your daughter, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna make her here, and all this shit." 
Oh no, she Switch. gone. Switch. She switched. That Switch. nigga got rich and switched. Switch. Ain't nobody think about you. Get out of here. Like, where's this chick now? That nowhere. Was, nowhere. Can't nobody. Chilling in Man, Kentucky. Please. You know, that girl. That clocking her nine to Rich five. and switch. That's that's the game. Rich Dang. and switch and get on. That's how it works. Dang. So okay, this is gonna go to the next one then. Mm-hmm. Who are you dating? Oh man, I'm oh, actually. You, no, no, no. I'm all, first of all, I'm never single. That's okay. the crazy thing. I'm always in something, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. But you know, that's how it works when you are uh, rare. Okay. <laughs> I was you trying to put it. I was trying to make it, make in it a politically way, correct. Politically correct. Okay. So yeah, I'm dating, and hey, there, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. I don't know what I was supposed to say about so, it. I mean, nobody so would cool. know her. I mean, no. no I mean, I'm not it's not like, her name. No, I'm saying I'd be like, None yeah, that, you like... know, Betty from Old Third Street, job. Go <laughs> pick those here. She over there working at the Hamburger Hamlet. Oh shit. No. I'm joking. I don't, <laughs> no. No, none of that. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, yeah. Yeah. But she so, cool. she cool. She cool. She good for now. She, no, she's great. She great. We'll see how long <laughs> it see. works. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I always hope, I always have a, uh, a, a desire for it to work. But yeah. I also have a very good understanding of when it don't work. And I don't waste no time. I don't have. I'm fast to make it work. Yeah. And I'm fast to get out of here. <laughs> if the shit ain't working, pew. I don't have no time. <laughs> ain't nothing faster than pew. So, hey, if it ain't working, it ain't working. It's okay. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Go live and be happy. Because here's the thing I'm going to do. You going to go live and, and you're definitely going to be happy. got to do it. Huh. So, yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully it just keeps working. Because if it don't, I'll be gone. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> pew. Damn, nothing fast. Damn. Ain't nothing. So, fast. I mean, it is a possibility. Let's just say someone mm-hmm. could be that one yeah, that one. stays around. And you're like, oh, shit, I, I, can't, I can't go nowhere. Because, well, I mean, you could. I could, but I would prefer to stay. Oh, yeah, yeah that would be nice. I mean, shit. Uh, hopefully, you know, some, she, uh, it'll work out like that. But I'm, I'm, I'm not um, forcing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I'm good let's just stay happy yeah that's all you happy you good when you ain't happy no more no fuck it do you feel like it's challenging to be in the entertainment business and date nope it's challenging to be alive in 2016 and date <laughs> <laughs> damn to be alive <laughs> hey listen don't it's much more challenging in our day and age in our culture to be in a relationship just because you know it's so much more accessibility i think people got married earlier and stayed together longer before because well let not only did we not know about that bad bitch from around the corner but i not i didn't know who she was but now i know who she was where she work at who her homegirls is, and she liked three of my pictures and commented, oh, that's cool. Bitch, I feel like I can get in there. Yeah. And you over here tripping about this fucking cup I didn't watch. You know what? Fuck it. I'm about to be. Yeah. It's just social media makes the world real small. Mm-hmm. There's way more people dating long distance now, way more people using every type of social media outlet to find dating opportunities, and it gives a false sense of reassurance to, reassurance, excuse me, to, Everybody that's on it, because people are constantly liking you all day. And 
for a nigga that's getting 50,000 likes every week. It's like, listen, at least 1,200 of them bitches want to date me. And you in here tripping. Because <laughs> I ain't watched this damn cup. 50,000, yeah. 1,200 of them is with it. I'm guaranteed. Yeah, like, <laughs> and you tripping? Yeah, same for the yeah. girls. Women are more even. So that's why I think you know it's a a, a small, but a, a catalyst of the reasoning why people don't still have no time to figure it out no more. Yeah, no time. That's uh, true because I, I think the biggest thing is like like you said back in the day. No one knew about Tanya know. right around the corner. Yeah, and, you and how to your she was. No. I just went to work, came back home to my wife, and worked with my kids. And yeah. that was it. When she was tripping, I'm like, oh, man, all these bitches be tripping. There's no social media. no social media back then. None of that shit. There wasn't no way for me to connect with all these people. Yeah, that's but true. Now, if you saw it, like, they would just see you performing. And it's just like I would just it. see her, and then she would be gone, even if it was just like a glimpse at the, the grocery store to post office or something you saw her one time and then man you'd be That's like it. man you should have seen this girl i seen yesterday jack crazy <laughs> it, the girl was stacked from the top to the bottom <laughs> like, and that's it it was like a fantasy but now it's like, like, oh, oh, man nigga. but where's she at now oh i oh. followed her and uh she followed me back so next thing you know oh never know i might get rich and switch nigga <laughs> and she was following me like yep, that was dang yeah it's much different now that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's hard to be just alive and date now, mm-hmm. rather than in entertainment. Entertainment makes it a little bit uh, more um, interesting because mm-hmm. a lot of entertainers got to travel and move around, and traveling makes everything schedules and traveling makes everything tougher. But that's why a lot of these. But but on the contrary, it's like popular to be. Like, to, this is dating season for entertainment. Everybody got, uh, are connected to some woman. Mm-hmm. Or every popular man is connected to a woman of sorts, you know. There's always a Kanye and Kim, a Jay-Z, Beyonce, Tyga, Kylie, you know, Ross. So, and, top and top. Like, everybody is connecting now and dating publicly now as to where, mm-hmm. like, maybe five years ago, it was kind of like, cliche that like maybe you would only know about Will and Jada and everybody else just appears single because they mm-hmm. want you know what I mean but now it's like the it thing to have a girlfriend or to be with somebody you yeah. know what I mean so so yeah you know what I mean works it's better for relationships now well how do you think that affects your relationship too like if you're both you know like you're saying popular. both popular well that's not the case most of the time is you're making a bunch popular most of the time is a Chris and Carucci situation Kurushi is popular as fuck now, but when she first came around, it was just a new chick. Yeah, it was just a chick. Yeah, so most of the time, both people aren't as popular. There's only so many uh, fucking Kim and Kanye's. Mm-hmm. And it's about five. <laughs> yeah. Swizz and Alicia, you know, Beyonce, Jay, like every those people, but most of them, one of them, the other is pulling the other up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And. That's cool. I mean, but shit, it's it's just as complicated any other way. So most people are now traveling or giving like when Chris and Carucci were working, Carucci had a job in the biz in the, mm-hmm. his business, and she was on tour with him. Kidding, his girl is on tour with him. 
uh, what's the nigga uh, that kicked the girl on the chest from the from the, from the fucking? Oh, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates, his girl tried. He go. She go with that him. That video was crazy. That nigga wild, crazy. I can't understand it, but he he's still in court for it. So you know he dealing with it. But like even that interview, I watched like I watched his interview. He crazy. Charlie was I like, mean, you know, what I'm saying if a nigga disrespect me, I told her stop. So, man, shut your ass, man. You kidding me? And he's looking like in the interview, like, did you really just say that shit? I told her stop one time. You know what I'm saying? If she keep disrespecting me, I gotta protect myself. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you on stage, man. This nigga, she's down man, there. He just got anger issues, and like, he don't know how to control his anger, and or he didn't. Maybe he does now. Yeah, I don't but know. He needed to go that talk time, to somebody. He didn't have control over his anger, and and it showed. Yeah, he needs a cold life. It's a cold life. I'm like, I don't want to be. I can't get him. Yeah. I don't want to interview him. I I just don't want to like. Let I, me. I'm just like, oh God, what kind of logic goes with? I had to protect myself from the girl in the front row that was trying to grab my. Pants. A fan, yeah. Boy, you just got issues. You got. like if she flew in. From like the top yeah. with some gloves and a weapon, then I'm like, okay, I get yeah, she it. She just ran up on stage and tried to grab you, maybe. That's what I'm saying. For like anything, yeah. Like, but she was just reaching up. She was like, oh, like oh, anyway, anyway. And he's like, no, bitch, no. Like, kick your ass in the face. <laughs> anyway, but the point was, he travels with his wife. All the people, most people in relationships now that have wives or girlfriends that are not necessarily as popular or popular mm-hmm. at all, they kind of make it so they can uh, afford the opportunity to them to be able to come along with the, for the journey. So mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. as hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like growing up in mm-hmm. your house? Like, were you... Hmm. always doing something creative? Were you always doing something bad. Back. I, I was just I was just a mischievous child, you know. But you know, it worked out. But I definitely do have like, uh, like I can't rationalize it in my mind now. How that it's like a, a dear mama thing because I'd be like, I don't know how my mama had two kids mm-hmm. and was just out here on her one job making it happen, like. One regular, like, because I'm definitely making more than my mama was back then. And i still be like, man, this nigga always needs something. <laughs> and somehow it worked out. I don't know how that worked. But, hey, salute to the mamas. Yeah. The mamas of the 90s. Because, God, man, I was crazy. Like, I don't know how she did it. But yeah. she did it. Yep. She made it happen. Man, that's good. Yeah. But how do you feel, you know, now you were talking about, you know, how, you know, now you have to support your son. Mm-hmm. What if Carter said, hey, Dad, you know, I want to do what you do? No. What <laughs> There's no time. Here's no. What, here's what you're going to do. Your own thing. Don't do what I did, because there ain't going to be no way for you to make money from music by the time you grow up. By the time you're mm-hmm. old enough to make money, there will be no money in music, because there's barely any now, because their life is progressive, so I'm mm-hmm. not mad at, like, streaming or YouTube or, you know, all the different ways to get to music now. But now there's so many different ways uh, to find music from SoundCloud to Spotify to Apple Music to YouTube to 
everything else and nobody even really listens to radio anymore then if mm-hmm. you do listen to radio you got am you got fm you got satellite you got podcasts and all these different things to where it's like everything is dying down you know just the labels are spending less money the artists are making less money which means the turnaround for music is less there's being more free and uh local projects released because they can't afford to uh, get it to the globe, get everybody mm-hmm. to know about it. So by the time Carter, who is five years old, is 20 years old, and I don't know how niggas going to make money from music. Dang. <laughs> Shit, it's going to be, uh, mm, it's going to be interesting to see. Wow, never even thought about that. It's yeah, just... people don't think about it. I did a show called, or I created a show called Is It Your Fault? Because people, nobody makes it personal about the reason why music is in the state that it's in. And they don't identify with the uh, reality of the the disintegration of it. Like, nobody really identifies with the reality that we're losing complete genres. Like, we used to have Neo Soul. Ain't no... Uh, Neil Solano, Jill Scotts, and Anthony Hamilton's, and Erica Badu's, and all, that's just over. Mm-hmm. The whole genre died because nobody supported it and nobody can say, like, identify with the uh, responsibility to support the things they like. Mm-hmm. So R&B is next. That whole genre is gonna die. Crazy. It's gonna be dead in about three, four, five years, and then rap is next. Rap is gonna be. Moved into EDM, and it's gonna be all one big thing, because people don't have nobody like when I go and when I do the show, or is it your fault? I ask people who who's their favorite artist. They'll say, "What? Who's your favorite artist?" Like hip hop? Just anything. Who's your I love favorite? Beyonce. Okay, cool. What was the name of Beyonce's album last one? Or her last one? You got five more seconds. Oh shit! Uh, I couldn't okay, tell you. Don't but know. I have it. Cool. Oh. Nope, moving on. Yeah. So, give me, give me your favorite line from Beyonce's last single. Well, you know what, to be honest, uh, I sing along with songs. But I don't I remember. I butcher songs, yeah. I, I, I'm real it. honest. So cool. I can sing along so with a song. I basically go through, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, when was her last time she was in L.A. that she performed? And they were like, oh, um, I don't know. Tickets they, were expensive. And then they, they, uh, they'll either say, I don't know, or uh, this time, and I'm like, were you there? And they were like, no, I didn't go. And I'm like, okay, so... You don't know the last name of the album. You, how did you get the album? Did you purchase it? Did you stream it? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, I streamed it. Generally, people say they streamed it. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, cool. How much do you think it costs to make Beyonce's album? I'm like, oh, mm, $500,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. How much money do you think she makes per stream? And they're like, oh, no, like $2. And I was like, oh, 0.6 Zero. cents. Yeah. 0.6 cents. Not even a full penny. Mm. So how many streams does it take to make the 500000 that you think it costs to make that album? So how likely is it <laughs> that you would get the same quality of an album next time if the last album costs what you think it costs? Mm. Okay. So, uh, is it your fault that this shit is going to die before you know it? And it won't, then you'll be telling it, your kids, like, oh, man, you should have been around when it was R&B. Just like... Because it's going to die, and it's going to be your fault. But I think another thing to that is 
you know, CDs are done. You yeah. know what I mean? No one's going to the store to purchase them because of technology. Yeah. Like, well, no one's buying tapes, you yeah, know? Yeah, you still have the opportunity to buy it, but people don't have a connection to uh, that mentality that they are supporting. Like, most people think, well, I mean, the artist is rich anyway. They don't need this and this and that. What, you need to spend $10, you know, and, and it's like, all right, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And that is a uh, interesting perspective to take from. Do, I, do we think that the same thing about McDonald's? Like, mm. McDonald's is rich as fuck. I don't need to buy this burger. I can go to Wendy's. Fuck this. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's. It doesn't matter what you think their revenue intake is as to to make a reason for you to disconnect with your support. You know what I mean, of the product. If they're creating a great product, they deserve to get paid whatever they're... If it's not great, then just don't support it. Don't listen yeah. to it. Don't buy it. Don't do nothing. But if you want to listen to it, support it the real way. And But, you know, hey. And what is that? The, so how do you think, if you want to do your part to say, you know, I don't want... I'm support, like, I really... You have to buy it. You have to mm-hmm. go... You can buy the album on iTunes or mm-hmm. Google Play or, you know, any of these apps... And then you know if you still want to stream it because it's because uh, it's uh, you know easy to get to and it's you know convenient then cool. But if you didn't purchase it, you technically didn't support it because streaming, even if you streamed it a hundred times, you've probably contri- contributed like three dollars and fifty cents, mm. <laughs> which is like. And what does that do for anybody? Nobody in this nothing. day and age, three dollars and fifty cents. I don't think you can't get a value meal for three. You can't. Mm. I walk out the house and get in the car, and I've already spent three dollars and fifty. Starting your car costs three. That's what I'm saying. So me getting in my car and driving to the end of the street, three fifty. Boom! I've already spent it. Mm, That's it. So yeah. So what's that really going to do? That'll do nothing nothing. to nobody's pocket. That's why is it your fault was created. That's why I'm trying to connect people to the uh, reality of what support looks like. Mm-hmm. In our mod- in a modern day society with music. So what do you do? Let's say, okay, I'm a singer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh, I want to sing. And now, obviously, mm-hmm. we're not saying Carter because that's clearly right. going to be 20 years. Right. So currently, I could still make a little, a little something. You can make a little something. What do you do to what? What do I do? Like now, I want to make this my livelihood. What if I'm like, I'm brand new. Mm-hmm. I'm talented and I'm driven. I'm motivated. Mm. I live in L.A. or right. I live in New York, wherever, right. like in the major hubs. What's, What's my direction? Step? What's the next step for me? Well, there's two different ways. Uh, the The industry way will tell you to create your own uh, viral fan base. Mm-hmm. Make other people support you for free. You know, make them... So the labels look at you like an asset and people will come along and try to jump onto something that's already amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's the industry way. Nobody f- fucks with the industry because it's that's just a cop out. That it's like, oh, uh, you could be the most talented. You could be literally Whitney Houston walking in here and they will look at you like, oh, well, how many followers you got? And you'd be like, oh, 2,000. They'd be like, oh. That's cute. But who cares that you could sing? Because when we got fucking uh, XYZ bitch over here with 50 million followers that can barely hold a note, but they equate uh, followers or they try to make those those particular numbers 
the equivalent of dollars, which is never has worked. Nobody, mm-hmm. just because I follow you and I like to look at uh, what's old baby name? Uh, I can't even think of her name. The white girl that got the best body in the world, but whatever the case, don't mean nothing when she dropped her. Come on, singer. Yeah, she just dropped a single with Migos. I can't remember her name right now, but whatever. Don't it didn't mean nothing about her singing. Nobody bought it. Nobody's listening to that song. Nobody bought it that I know of. I'm mm-hmm. not speaking down on her. Maybe it's mm-hmm. doing great in Switzerland or something. But I don't know nobody that knows the song. And you can't Nikki Heaton. Mm-hmm. Followers don't equal uh, fans because mm-hmm. fans of music are fans. It's it's you have to compartmentalize each one of them. And it's like it seems like it makes more sense to, uh, yeah, make a song on her, and if she puts it on her Instagram, then all fifty million of these people will just buy it, and we'll just instantly go fifty times platinum. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's just not yeah. how the business works. Yeah. Don't nobody care. So you know, it's very uh, interesting, and so that's the industry way. Uh, the organic way would to would be to get it in your understanding. That your goal is to sing and for what though? For money or for because it's what you love to do or what is your goal? And then once you get consistently uh, in tune with your goal, do it just that and everything else will find you. If it's for, you know, the money part of it will find you and just stay focused and do your thing. But if you're doing it based on your uh, drive to try to look a certain way or earn a certain thing because that's your only focus and it's, you know, it's going to be a tougher ride for you because you're not truly fulfilled from just singing Mm -hmm. because you can sing and Mm -hmm. get an audience at church. You can sing and get an audience at the open mics. Go sing and be happy. And, And if it's the right thing for you, the right stuff... Still create your project and market it and put it out to the right people. Do the best of your own cap- capability. And it's just like the age-old saying, if you build it, they'll come. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Don't be so connected to what your idea of success looks like. Because it'll never look like that when you get there. Yeah. Come on, somebody. No, I'll preach now. Hey, <laughs> but I feel like that's how the entertainment business is. There is no, like, one plus one equals two. Nope. You know, like even just now, you said two different avenues. Mm-hmm. You want to do it this way, or you want to do it this way, and I'm pretty sure someone up will come up with something else mm-hmm. that helped them, and that was their journey, and mm-hmm. here they are. You know, mm-hmm. and there's a million different ways to have your own avenue. Right. You know, so I always think it's good for people to give suggestions on, hey, this is how I've tried it. This is how I've seen people do it, and it's worked, and it's gotten them some success. Right. You know, so whatever way, or you can create something. Yeah, great show shit. Great you know, show like, great you created show. something new. I'm like, I didn't know you could get it like that, but the, there you go. Right. You did it, and you paying your bills with that, too? You you winning. Like, Mm-mm. who am I to say, you know, do it this way? Right. But here's a suggestion. Did you try it this way? Yeah. Always be open to suggestions. You know? It's, the, uh, it's called the Teachability Index. Mm. Mm. All Learn right. something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you gonna have to read the rest of the book. But the book that I've read to learn about teachability index was called "Your Wishes, Your Command." Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, there you go. Reading recommendations. So after mm. this podcast, I want to 
Oh, so challenge. I challenge uh, who are listening. Oh, like, did you read your book? Read. <laughs> you need to read it by the next yeah. podcast, and now I want a report. Mm-hmm. I need a full <laughs> a, report. A full report a full on your lesson. What you thought? And what you gonna do? What you gonna? What's your lesson? <laughs> How you gonna teach the next person? Come on, somebody. You know, shit. <laughs> but uh, I want to know what is your. Because I know we had talked on, was it Sunday? It's past Sunday. You're like, oh, I'm about to go into the studio. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So what's your studio session like? When you go in there, what's the energy? What's the vibe? Man. What kind of, what you what you putting in the studio? I have the reg- most regular, chilled studio ever. Ain't no, ain't no drinks in there. Ain't no smoking in there. Ain't no girls in there. It's just <laughs> me and the engineer. And I just record. And I'll be out within like an hour and a half. Like I don't spend okay. like my my what success looks like for me is I don't spend all day recording or chasing this. I do my part because I'm really good and professional at it, and I do it, and I'm done, and I got the rest of the day to live. I mm-hmm. I still pick up my kid from school. Mm-hmm. My sessions to start early. I'll be in there at like two, one o'clock, and I'll be out by three, and going and do the rest of my life mm-hmm. because. The the benefit is I don't got to get to work at night. I do have to get up early as hell to take the kid to school. But other than that, I go back home and take a nap until it's time to go to work at like noon. Mm-hmm. And then I go do my part and do my thing and make my calls and do all that shit. And I'm done by like four at the latest. And, pick him you know, up. And- pick him up and we start doing the other part of life. Yeah. But that is freedom to me. So... You know, it's different. It looks different for everybody, but you know, that's what my my studio sessions is like. It's real business. Like, let's get to work, mm-hmm. knock it out, and get out of here. I ain't trying to hang out in here for no reason. Because mm-hmm. I used to hang out in the studio, and the studio is like, uh, let me see. Like, you can compare it in a way, to, in a very small way, but you can. It's like synonymous with jail. Because there's no clocks, there's mm-hmm. no windows, mm-hmm. and you're just in there, and you can come out, and before you know it, it's the next day, and y'all been in there <laughs> watching YouTube videos and talking and drinking and cracking jokes, mm-hmm. and you've just wasted like nine hours of life. You ain't gonna get back. <laughs> I ain't got time to be chilling in here laughing with y'all niggas about nothing. Bye. You said no clock, no windows. Ain't no, you don't no. even know. You just don't have no idea that you've been in there for that long. And y'all only created one song. Dang. No time. I'm out of here. I definitely go in there and do my one song and pum. There's no time for me. <laughs> pum. I'm out. Uh, I have the connections of friends I need. I used to stay when I needed connections and mm-hmm. I was trying to build more friends and just get my uh, my feet wet, so to speak, in this business. But now it's like Listen, I like all y'all, but I also like to live more than that, so mm-hmm. I got stuff to do. Yeah. Bye. And you're like, we can hang out Outside. after this. Yeah, because we're done. Yeah, the work is done. Yeah. I ain't drinking in here with y'all niggas. Yeah, like, we cool, but uh, we done. Are we going to eat? Are we going to do something outside here? If not, cool, I'm out. Um, I yeah, am. Yeah, we not, right. not going to Y'all can stay I'm in I'm going to do something outside yeah. here. Sure. You can stay here and watch YouTube videos all day. Yeah. But yeah. I'm out. There's an unlimited amount of fun on YouTube. So you get caught and yeah. stuck and be like, damn. I spent five hours watching uh, basketball clips from the 90s. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that in this no, house before. No time. Yeah. I don't have no time. I could have been doing so much more productive shit. Yeah. So, That's true. Alright, now tell me, where'd you get your name from? Oh, man. I was producing first, and I was producing for this rapper at my school named Chris Blaze. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I wanted to say your name in my song yesterday. And I was just like, man, this fool don't even got no name. We just going to call him like John Doe, like James Doe, like Jake Doe. Oh, and it's stuck. stuck. I've been the same name since forever and ever. Yeah, because I just didn't have no producer or artist name. Yeah. yeah, so that it. dude, he kind of came up with it, also or you kind of... because my name was, my name is just as simple as pie, James Smith, so it's like, kind of like a John Doe name anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, okay. Can you believe it? Yeah. I was just thinking, like, as I was like, you know, thinking about questions, I was like, where did you get the where name is, from? Yes, where does this and name And I was like, you know, from? if I had a name, I was like, now I need to think of, you know, uh, if, if I... I if I was thinking of my own name. Yeah, I was like, but maybe I need to have like a hostess name, you know. Uh, like, the hostesses have like a different name, like it's my no, alter ego. No. And it's because, not. Cause, no, because all hosts are branding themselves. Exa- so, exactly. I'm like, it like, is my name, you know. My name is my brand. Exactly. Yeah. That's why my name is in the title of my podcast well, somebody, because it is my brand. Exactly. <laughs> so if I change that shit up, then yeah, you're no, like, oh, uh, no what? No. 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 Yeah. Now, the most creative you can get a logo. That, yeah, that's your creative. Exactly, part. and I am working on that too. As you should. Yeah, it's going to be a new logo. But that's by the time I launch yours, you guys will already know it's have, a new logo. There's a logo on the way. So you were like, uh, <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, this is a new logo. Then uh-huh. last season, I'm like, yep, already changed it up. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing today. Actually, looking for locations to shoot it. So as you should. Boom. So that is coming up. But um. Mm. I know before we were talking about, you got a busy day today. Oh, man. I got, and as you can see, I've been just uh, reading and not responding, but I'm about to respond mm-hmm. to all these messages and tell everybody I'm on the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, well, obviously, you have something going on tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that out there because, like I said, this will already have happened. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> but, you know, um, so tell us what is tonight. Okay. And then after for future this. ones coming up so that we can stay up. And then, All right, well, yeah. today I got to shoot 12 minutes, which is my weekly, um, like every week I do a one-minute video on Instagram. I just, like, thought I would pioneer something and try to do something different, so... I have a new song, new video every Monday on my Instagram. So I got to go shoot that after this and uh, get next week's song and video edited and ready to go. And then I have to perform tonight at Sayers, uh, which is a club in Hollywood. And then um, that's all oh, I have a meeting after that for my single. I might drop today. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> be a part. You can find that on every, uh, anywhere that has music and, uh, go get that. And then, um, so yeah, we got to go figure out, like, I have to meet with one of these hip hop websites that like kind of merge and blend all of your social and everything you need. So I'm going to do that and, uh, try to create a partnership there and then uh, perform and then my day will be over. So yeah, I got a lot of a few things. Good shit, good shit. Yeah, got to move. Yeah, you got to move. Yeah, when is my next show? I don't know. Next shows, it shows are very interesting. Like I I might get a call tonight and be like, oh, I got a show on Thursday. You never next know. Thursday. Yeah, right. you never know. It's just like, somebody hears your song and be like, oh man, we should have that shit up here. 
then it just happens. Yeah. I mean, until you like future and then you like your schedule is booked out for the next seven months and you're like, man, I got a show in uh, September next year. <laughs> already. Yeah, already. I, it's not even the end of the year yet. Mm-hmm. It's already next booked for next year, year. I'm booked on September 13th, so just know it's not that day. Yeah, like I can't do nothing on September 16th because yeah, I'm, I'm already gonna be, booked in Rio. Yeah, yeah, Rio already. It's already booked. Oh, hilarious. Damn. Yeah. But so, where can people find you on social media? Ah, Jado World at J D O E World on pretty much everything. Only thing is different is Snapchat, which most people probably ain't gonna be using no more after this Facebook chat now or no Insta Snap now. Oh yeah. So but if you are on Snapchat, yeah J Do Y E A H J D O E and uh yeah, you can find everything on there. And I'll be doing keeping the real with Dr. Trill on my Snap. Cool. You know, that's where I do all my relationship advice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you have relationship advice. Oh, yeah, I got uh, Keep It Real with Dr. Trill is my relationship advice show that I give on every Tuesday because people want to know how to win, and I got all the answers. <laughs> uh. I've re- yeah, cause I've written a book that's called After 100 Breakups, and that's where it comes from. After 100 Breakups, I've learned everything there is to know about dating. So, I'm going to tune in. Hey, tune I'm going to watch. Tune in to Keeping It Real with Dr. Trill. I'm going to, after we snap. do this, I'm going to follow you on Snap just and to be watch. be prepared. People ask me, my phone is full of people asking me a million questions about what to do in their relationships, and I just answer their questions every Tuesday. Yeah. So it's just, these are all people oh, are asking, questions? yes, people asking questions about their relationships all through here, you know? And I just <laughs> read them. And then I answer their questions and be like, all right, this is how you do this. This is what you're supposed to do. You see? You said this is what you're supposed to let do. Me, let me break it down for you. This is how you're supposed to do it. Because and then it, they end up getting broken up. It's like, oh, well, see, that's part of your journey. No, no, no. <laughs> they end up getting broken up. They didn't follow the instructions the right way. Or oh, okay. their partner was not prepared to... Uh, sometimes you have to acknowledge when your partner is not in it for the same reasons. Okay. So uh, you can do everything exactly perfect. And the partner is still not engaged in the way that you would like them to be or the way that you thought they would be. And then you just have to uh, acknowledge that you're wasting time. And mm-hmm. I can't, I, I'm missing out on the one that wants to do what I want to, that I think is appropriate for this situation. And by spending more time with you, that I know ain't going to work. So fuck out of here. So your advice is to kind of to keep the relationship going. Keep unless it going unless it ain't right. Partner, your, unless it ain't right. I'll always be okay at the end of the day, your focus and your goal is to make this happen. But if it can't, for whatever reason, you Deuces. got to be okay. Yeah. Just be okay. You'll yeah. be all right. Just know. Life goes on. It's going to go. It's going to go. Whether you're going with it or not. Yeah, it's like, so that's you your choice. Come with it now. Don't <laughs> fuck around and sit down right here and let life go past you thinking about that nigga from yesteryear. Yeah. That nigga gone. He's gone. He's <laughs> moved on. He moved on. Like, oh. you need to get up. The life is going. Come on. He is going. Or she hey. is going. Hey. and Pick it up. Come with it. That's the time what, is still flying exactly. by. Exactly. So, hey, that's... Keep tune in to Keeping Real with Dr. Trill. It's going to help your life. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. might be a little Tuesday entertainment for me. I'm yes. like, let's just go through Let's just... Man, uh, I'm telling you, I got... Uh, the it's It's been a very... I'm, so now from keeping it real with Dr. Trill, I just got offered to do my own relationship seminar or something. I'm going to be doing that. 
I'm trying to tell you the 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 the, the advice is incredible, but it's also about the the uh, dynamic in which you speak to people that are more people are. You doing a relationship seminar, my nigga? Trust, look, I got so much going on. I got keeping it real with Doctor Trill relationship seminar. I got the twelve minutes that's every Monday. I got my new single that dropped. I got. Uh, are you? Is it your fault mm-hmm. on, on Hip Hop DX? And I, I'm doing. Uh, man, I have like five different things going on. I'm creating this website in which I can't talk about it yet because I haven't trademarked it, and it's just too. It's too uh, incredible. I feel like that's the reason that website is going to be why I retire. Remember, you heard it here first. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Yes, Remember, exclusive. you heard it here first. When you see this website and my face connected to you, you're going to be like, oh, this nigga. Ah. And this is, is it your personal website? Mm-hmm. No. My personal website is up already. No, yeah, because I didn't Jada know. Jada World. Yeah, no, I've up. seen that. No. This so this is isn't a, just for a company or this something. This is a, um, a platform in which artists, it's a musical platform. Okay. And a social platform. Okay. In which people and artists will be able to communicate on a better level okay i there, see you tips there. on i'm trying to figure out a way with, yeah, to without say giving too it much. without saying all the right yeah shit. okay yeah okay no so, that's yeah. cool that's cool. That's what it gotta yeah. be so what's coming soon though what's coming or you trying to soon? trademark it so, first oh that was okay my book after 100 breakups is coming soon okay keeping a real with dr yeah, yeah. seminar uh-huh. is coming soon yeah and the rest of the 12 minutes is coming soon uh-huh I might is out now in yeah, a single and the tour is coming okay. out soon mm-hmm. and the damn is it your fault that's all that's coming soon wait is it your fault oh that's, oh, that's okay. a show on yeah, the yeah. that I do okay and so yeah and but then the, site, the website is gonna take about another year okay so another year so it's that's gonna take okay. another, about another for it year to for it to launch and be prepared okay because it costs a lot to do that no yeah but and you um, gotta get it, you gotta get this shit right because I don't you know don't half ass I think half assing anything in life is just can't do it it's don't do it your own time. it's wasted don't do it time. yeah man I'm trying to tell you it's gonna be worth it alright hey you I'm heard gonna, it here first yep and when y'all see that uh, Facebook offered me 200 billion for my website <laughs> don't be alarmed because <laughs> I'm not gonna be like Snapchat I'm taking it Kill. yeah and I'm moving you know, to an I'm island I'm taking it oh you want this for this yep I'm, I'm moving out. to an island taking Bye. that check I'm out and I'm out damn just like that and I'm like he did say he was gonna do that and shit and I told y'all niggas I'm like so he said he was gonna do it uh huh and I'm like you better take that money if yeah. not I'm gonna find you oh, slap the shit out of you no, and be like go it. back and no, take you, that money you, you, I took it already yeah before you can find me I'm gone I'm like yeah I'm moving to an island as you should hey that's what's going down. So, yeah, that's what's up. That's all the things I got going on. All no, of those things. Got to no. be sa- overly saturated in everything. No, I like it. I and love it. one of them things it. is going to pay off the right way. Yeah, the way it should. Yeah. The relationship shit. I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> it's so real. The seminar shit. I'm telling you. I Look, okay, so keeping it real with Dr. Trill, I was just doing it. It started just with me being in traffic one day, and I just started talking, and people started getting engaged with it. And this life coach was following me that I did not know about and he sent me a DM like two or three weeks ago like yo we should get together and talk about how to make this into a seminar you can make some good money doing this just speaking engagements and I was like ah, check this out I'm on the way like, <laughs> send me I'm making this YouTube real quick send I was going to, to the so store I I'm... pulled up we had a conversation we had a great meeting he showed me some ropes 
we put together some ideas and he was like, all right, let's get going. Let's try to, let's try to do one next month because, uh, he said, don't have to be perfect because done. And, uh, he said he had a, like a, a slogan, like something, basically the, the, uh, gist of it is doing it and fixing it is better than working on it and never doing it basically. Like, cause a lot yeah. of people like try to make it perfect before they do the first one rather than just getting it done and then try, working on fixing it and making it better. Mm-hmm. So, we just gonna do one. That shit's funny. Mm. That is fucking hilarious. Relationship seminar coming up. <laughs> Pre- be prepared. Be prepared for the keep it oh, real. Oh, I love it. Seminar. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna start sending people. Oh, you need some help. Go to this seminar. Go to this way. Hey, go to this Snapchat and ask your questions. And ask your question and get ready. Get right. Because the seminar is coming. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> hilarious. Love it. Love it. We're gonna wrap this up. Let's do it. Oh my god. Alright, so thank you guys for listening to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. Mm -hmm. I am pretty much the same on all social media, like yourself. Megan A. Weaver. M-E-G-A-N. The letter A. Weaver, just like the word. Don't add any any extra crazy Mm -hmm. letters, dashes, symbols. Uh. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and my uh, Twitter. Wait, Twitter and Snap have the same password, is it? Mm -hmm. The same thing? No, no, okay. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. But Twitter is going to be Bacon Eating Megan. Mm. I know, yeah. Eat the bacon. Ba- uh, yeah, I do I like do bacon. Too. All different types of bacon, too. Turkey bacon, regular bacon. Uh, I even know, like the vegan bacon. But not yeah, vegan bacon. Probably haven't trash. Had you had it? No. Okay, I like, like it. This is like paper. It's different. It looks different, but it's good. Uh-uh. But it's Bacon Eating, E A T I N, Megan. So Bacon Eating Megan. Bacon Eating Megan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and stay tuned for next Monday. Peace. Bye.